It's Wednesday, June 10th, 2020, and you're listening to episode 547 of Fear the Boot, a show about tabletop role-playing games and a little bit more. Running time for this episode is 51 minutes. Welcome to Fear the Boot. My name is Dan. This is Wayne. My name's Chad. And I'm Laura. No particular announcements today, so we are just going to cut straight to it. Wayne, you got a topic, so yep. let's hear it. So with everything going on in the world, my Dresden game had to be put on hold. Boo. It sucks. I second boo. Yes. <laughs> Don also agrees with us. All right. But I'm really excited about the game, and I want mm-hmm. it to be able to come back. So I put a lot of thought towards... How can I bring this back? I run things in arcs. Right. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't an arc. This ended right. not at a stopping point. Yeah. So that's kind of what I want to do for the topic is have those that conversation, get advice from everyone about what do you do to save a campaign and be able to come back? I did what I do and I made a template. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I went out there. I created a document. I went through and I created here's NPCs. Here are locations. And then here are some plot points. But specifically, I didn't want to just, here's the stats on the characters. Mm -hmm. I asked each of the players, Chad, what is important to you as a player about this game Mm -hmm. and your character? And I tried to get that put into it as well. I haven't done my homework yet. I'm sorry. (laughs) And when I'm putting the NPCs in, I'm trying to put in, this NPC is relevant because it has this connection to this player. Mm-hmm. Because when we come back, that's something I think I need is I need those lines there. Yeah. yeah. So by template, do you just mean that you created a written record of where the game was at? Yep. A Word document okay. that for player character, age, NPCs. And, okay. And then oh, well, I duplicate I think, that. I think that's certainly a good step is to write down a lot of the things that were going on in the game, a lot of the truths about the game, NPC names, whatever, and your first game back may, quite frankly, be half taken up by just reviewing what's in there. Well, and I didn't just save it for myself. Mm -hmm. As soon as I wrote this thing up, I sent it out to the players because I wanted them to give feedback and put things in it. I wanted to find out what was important to them. And with it, they got some potential plot things that they didn't know about otherwise (laughs) they realized just how far down the uh, rabbit hole i went with creating the food truck (laughs) community within the game so great so wayne all right so much detail and so much detail this food truck thing there's like a feud between these two food trucks it's great the setting is so detailed with the food trucks we could run a game with just Just the food food trucks oh yeah i I don't doubt it (laughs) i mean spectacular anthropologists and such can tell an enormous amount about an individual and a culture by nothing more than a fecal sample. There are vegan terrorists. But, (laughs) I mean, but nonetheless, I, about once a day, flush an autobiography (laughs) without a second thought. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if Wayne wants to do that, if he wants to put that amount of detail into the turds that flowed by in this game then <laughs> see but i love it because like i know for well obviously for me because it's me talking but for chad and for dawn like we talk regularly about mm-hmm. how much we love this game and right. how much we want to go back to it and we can't wait to go back to it and i love seeing like 
the minutia from <laughs> Wayne because that shows me how much he's enjoying it. And I'm like, yes, we are all on board. Mm. Like, TikTok, motherfuckers, let's go. <laughs> well, and we are. And we are all on board, except I think I'm the only one who actually answered Wayne's questions. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I feel a little attacked there. But you you're should. Right. <laughs> you and I, all, everybody I, should. I'm the only uh, one of the I know. Players. I did well, not do my Chad, let me yet. tell you what's going on. Yeah. You're a man. You're a doer. <laughs> They're women. They're talkers. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> I'm glaring at Dan right now. If you could take that look and distill it into a podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you just feel a bit uncomfortable for about a 45-minute listen. <laughs> but I'm not even sorry. But I have great mom glares. Before we can talk about fixing this, I think we have to first identify what exactly the problem is. Because I think there's a step we're missing in the middle. The game is put on indefinite hold. Yes. And it was put on indefinite hold, not because of something that happened in the game. Right. Because of outside. Sure. Right. The game that you wanted to keep going was put on hold because of outside factors. Now, hopefully this kind of weird pandemic thingy is going to be a one-time event in our lives. But things that put games on hold are not one-time events. Mm -hmm. In the past of our gaming group, I mean, goodness, we had Mm -hmm. one of our players literally die. So... Things happen that put stuff on hold. So I, I think this is good advice in general. Well, and sometimes it's shorter things. We've had babies born. We've had mm-hmm. right. This Holidays. person is go- yeah. This person is now unavailable for the next month because they're working every weekend. Right. And we've had things like that before where we could have put a game on hold. And typically in the past, we've just killed the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And this isn't a point where the game ought to have gone on hold. So it's not right. like you knew someone was mm. pregnant, you knew mm-hmm. they were going to be out with a baby, and so you got to the end of an arc, and you were able to put things on a clean hold. So it was, it was an abrupt and unavoidable termination of a game that you guys wanted to keep going. Okay, yep. that that's point A. Yeah, when it's a game that I've reached the end of an arc and I want to come back to it, we wrap things up, and yeah. then there's a little time jump, and you don't have to really remember everything, you just remember what was good mm-hmm. and you're jumping in with a brand new story right yeah. you're not extending the story you're growing on what was done before but it's not like you were stopped mid-season right right so then skipping over to point c this was a writer strike in the middle of the <laughs> season of a tv show it's but, a bad writer strike but point c here is that you want to resume this game and it will be difficult to do so what i think we need to unpack before we go for a solution is that middle step b of why is this going to be difficult? What's occurring in the middle? And there are two big things I've come up with, and maybe you could throw some more out, but two big things I've come up with is one, you're going to have a problem because people don't remember. They simply do not recall what was happening in the game, what the NPCs were like, what everybody was doing, what their own character was like. It's a poor memory. And then the second thing being, and this is just natural to the loss of momentum on anything, is people may love the game and want to get back to it, but on some level or in some manner, they don't care or they're not as invested as they once were. Now, maybe they want to be, but the flow's killed. You know, this was, you were watching a great movie, you were totally into it, and then the person next to you barfed all over your (laughs) shoes and pants, and you had to walk out and leave and hose yourself off, and go home and do laundry. And you know what? You were probably totally into that movie. 
But <laughs> I, you know, I, I would wager you'd want to restart the movie, not just on pause <laughs> at that point. Right. Yeah, I had something like that once. It was uh, one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Went into the theater and the people in front of us had such strong cologne. Ugh. I had free tickets, so it was in 3D because I don't normally do 3D. Yeah. So you've got my eyes are watering from the horrible oh, cologne. No. And then it's in 3D. So then the headache starts and have to walk out of the movie. Mm-hmm. I've oh, never I, finished watching that movie. I had this happen to me where not only was there strong cologne, there were kids running in circles around the theater. There was somebody in front of me who was also wearing an enormous amount of cheap jewelry and kept moving their arms. So these hundred bracelets kept going <laughs> back and forth like yeah. a slinky. Then there was a guy with a big foam cowboy hat in front of you. <laughs> oh, uh, no, no, I, I didn't can have that. control my three children in a theater. But then I've had party foul beer spill. But oh, then no. somebody in front of me did throw up all over my feet. Ew. Yeah, it was a ton oh. of fun. And I walked out of there. Somebody and Somebody in front of you threw up on your... Yes. Yeah, yeah. How? It, it was. I don't know. I honestly <laughs> don't know. It was impressive. All I know is I went outside. I was wearing, like, sandals or flip-flops at the time. Oh, <laughs> no. no, no. This is better. This is better oh, because no. of the fact that at least it's all okay for water. So I went outside, found one of those faucets where they've removed yeah. the mm-hmm. knob on it. But you still have the exposed, you know. Nub. Uh, yeah, the yeah. nub that's there for the actual internal valve <laughs> and i was able to just take out a my uh, multi-tool and use the pliers on it to just open the valve and get faucet water running you know like a hose water running and clean off my feet i had already seen this movie before but there are other movies where yeah i've had to i was enjoying them and i had to walk out in the middle for one reason or another and whenever I went back to re-see the movie, I wanted to start over because I just, I wasn't in that place mentally. You know, I wasn't, it's like picking up a roller coaster midway through. It, it, it just lacks context. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things I want to get to after we go through rounds of advice on how to prepare for the break is how to come back from it. I'm in an interesting position because I missed the last session we did. Yeah. It was um, great. Yeah. It was. You missed when the food truck showed up. <laughs> both of you um so i have even less context because the last i remember from the game was you know running away from a warehouse with a kid and that's all i got but yeah i'm interested to see that actually would have been a better ending point than the end ending point yeah so let me ask you a question though wayne in this case did you know it was about to abruptly end no well so yeah so i think i think preparing for the end it's a great thing to talk about but not only that, the last session I ran was with broken ribs, and it was a half session <laughs> where I was just getting through it, la- every laugh being in pain. Yeah. So and it was a brief. So I'm going to cut that part of the episode, not like cut it from the audio, but just kind of cut it from the to-do list because preparing for the ending that wasn't even on the table here. It, it's yeah. I want to focus on the other side of it happened. You are unprepared, and at now some what? point you want to come back to it, but once again, one, people aren't going to remember, and two, though they may really want the game to continue, they're not at the same point of investment they were when you were still right. running strong. And there may be other issues you guys are contending with. Well, and those are all the things about. I was thinking about. I was like, what is going to make this hard to come back to? And the first thing I hit on is remembering where we were at, because yeah. even when you miss a couple of weeks, you have that. 
So that's why I wanted to get everything out of my head and mm-hmm. down into a document. But I wanted to do that with the players, too, because your second point, I want their buy-in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're telling me what was important to their character and what they loved about the game, that's giving me what their buy-in was. And that's why that part of it is important to me. And thank you, Chad, for being the only one to send me that. <laughs> I was going to say, sorry. that's so Wayne, I think for the first part. Because I like your game. Okay, you know what? <laughs> taking a I'll record. do my homework. Taking a record of not just what you remember and what's in your notes and organizing it and sorting it all out so you have it there, which is something I should have done with the SOG game, is a really, really good step. And I don't know that there's anything I can suggest that would be better I think you also made a good choice in asking the players, what do they remember? What's their view on things? What are their goals? Where is their character at psychologically? And in this case, unlike a character background, it's okay if they send you a novella, because this is really more for them than you. Yeah. I mean, the main notes are for you, but what they had to say, that's more to get them back where they were. You want them to read this in their own words. And you never even need to skim it. I mean, you could if you want. And of course, I'm going to because they're telling me what they found mm-hmm. important. Oh, you know, yeah. As sure. a GM, this is gold. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying you shouldn't mind this, but I'm saying just for the purposes of recovering, this isn't necessary for you to, you know, read well, and, through. And the things that aren't mentioned, too, like like maybe they had an NPC in their background and they just don't mention the NPC. Mm-hmm. And maybe they maybe they forgot it, or maybe it's not important. Well, the GM now knows that maybe that NPC is not a priority to them. Mm-hmm. Well, and that was something I did too when I create this template of where I put things. One section of NPCs is specifically labeled NPCs that have not appeared in game, mm-hmm. and it was every NPC that was created during city building and during backgrounds that have never shown up in game. Yeah. And I made a comment in there. They may not have shown up because we haven't gotten to that story yet. They may have been pulling strings behind the scenes but haven't been seen. Mm-hmm. Or none of us really find them that interesting. Yeah, We yeah. thought they were when we created them, but nobody has brought them up, including me. Mm-hmm. So here they are in case we want to bring them up. But these are number one on the chopping block when we come back. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think it's also important to get this done quickly. Because yes. there, there comes a point. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm going to get here. I'm going to get to thrashing the players. Here. Oh, good, good. Don't worry. That's on Thanks. the. That's on the block. Thanks. But I think it's important to get done quickly because first of all, you're going to forget more. Yeah. You're going to lose your place psychologically and even intellectually. When you go back to look at your notes, you may not even remember who some of these people were, how they fit into things what you had planned for them, where you wrote a particular note, you know, exactly how you had your notes organized. So reviewing it quickly while the information is still meaningful is a great thing to do. Well, and I found gaps in my notes. I had to reach out in one case to Chad and Dawn. Mm-hmm. Hey, what was the first name I gave to this character? I apparently didn't write it down. I wrote yeah. down information about the character, but I oh, never yeah. wrote down the first mm-hmm. name. And so here's what I'm going to guess happened, because Chad's not the proper noun guy. <laughs> Chad probably asked the question and got the information back to you. Pretty sure but it, it was me that had Dawn. the information in my notes, because yeah. I take... I take a ridiculously copious amount of notes. Um, yeah, all these people in all the games I'm in, like, just writing away. Yep. I mean, like, I run games and I don't take notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure as hell not going to do it as a player. 
Yeah. One of my issues with my notes. notes is always the organization of them. For notes to be useful to me, I have to do the thing that I'm too lazy to do. I have to go back and reorganize them and mm. rewrite them after the fact because I'm taking them as things happen. Yeah. That's not in any sort of order for referencing. Yeah, yeah. that's what I did to myself See, with the song. As a player, so. I'm fine doing it chronologically because I'm like, oh, mm. remember when we did the one thing and we met the one person and like, OK, where was that in the campaign? Now I can go track it down in my notes. I can't take notes the same way as a GM. Yeah, mm. as a GM, I need to reference this is the NPC. Here are all the things that happened mm-hmm. with the NPC and all the things about that NPC. Yeah. So I do both as a GM now. I, I still have like my, here's what happened this session. And then I go back and. And here's why it's also important NPCs. for the players to get this in quickly. Mm-hmm. Because. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, Dan, it's delicious. <laughs> because their so, memory of where they're at and what they were thinking mm-hmm. and what they were doing is also degrading and what they thought of each NPC. I mean, they're getting just as distant Mm -hmm. from this information as the GM is. And I'll tell you, it's not that they're caring less about the NPCs and their player. Well, they can't be bothered to send it in. (laughs) Yeah. Ouch, guys. I mean, yeah, there is that. But (laughs) it's just perception and memory. Our memory fades. And what I think is worse than... Forgetting a name of an NPC, say, is three months out, confusing actions. Yes. Suddenly, I think NPC A did action one. Well, actually, NPC B did action one, and NPC C kind of sort of did action two, and now you're just mixing them all Mm -hmm. up. But now somebody says, oh, well, I disagree with that. I think this happened. Oh, my God, what if they had it wrong, too? And then suddenly now there's this jump. Now Wayne is like looking at this spaghetti of (laughs) misinformation and trying to pull his story out of it. So I'm looking at Laura. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I'm I'm giving you extra homework that you won't do for me. Whoa. (sighs) The way you're describing your notes sounds like it would be a beautiful addition to Fear the Boot game notes for our Patreon listeners. Wow. (laughs) If you would record and give me something like Dan did. This is why I love Wayne. Dan gave me an episode. (laughs) Dale gave me an episode. Mm-hmm. Wayne is like that line from Matrix. Uh-huh. He's like, I love cussing in French. It's like wiping your ass with silk. <laughs> Wayne is smooth. <laughs> Wayne is smooth yeah, like wiping smooth. your ass with silk. <laughs> um, I'll see what I can do. I make no promises. So when I put together this document, my thought was, when it's time to come back to the game, I'm going to send this back out to everyone mm-hmm. so you can see what you've written, mm-hmm. what I've written, reference any of it. But when it comes to the actual first session back, I can't do what I would have done for my next first session. Yeah. I need to come up with something. You got to get us back. I need to treat it like it's a new session one. Basically, something has to kick off. And off of that, as a game master who's come back from stuff like that and Mm -hmm. and have had different amounts of needs of player outside game participation. You missed a whole month of December. Yeah. In one of your games. And it was before your last session yeah mm-hmm. we've talked about it on the on the show yeah so what my concern is with everyone in the group except me doing this i think you need either 90 percent participation or zero percent participation because the problem with one out of five players one person doing it is the opening game is going to be all about my character mm. which it kind of was anyway we had started down your yeah. arc but well it because not because 
you know, oh, I did the thing. Right. Oh, Chad gets yeah. a pat on the head and we make the game bottom. <laughs> it's because that's it, where the data is. Exactly. Yeah. It's where the meat on the bone is. And that's why there needs to either be zero participation, which will have its own problems. We'll talk about that in a minute. Or at least a majority participation. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll do the homework. <laughs> Jeez. So, and I, I want to also point out, too, that of the, the two people I interact with the most who did not do their homework, <laughs> they love this game. They, yeah. they love their characters. They love their game. They are pumped about the game. Not enough Accurate. to save it. Well, actually, okay, okay, so, I so, think it's the opposite, so, well, actually. Well, hold on. <laughs> jokes aside. Okay. Jokes aside for a second. Sure. You are pumped. You love your character. Yes. You love the game. Absolutely. You, you're 100%. Yeah. Yes. But in you're not, ca- not 100% though. Uh, yes, so, I am. <laughs> so, that, well, that's the question. Why didn't you do that? homework and i don't mean that in a tone well uh why do you hate wayne's game why do you hate wayne no i mean i will give you a second to think about because i think i know why dawn didn't yeah i know why dawn didn't dawn was upset the game had to end she wants to go back to that character Mm -hmm. and spending the time to write it down makes it real that we're yes it that hurts her mentally yeah and i think because she's a creative person she loves sitting down writing characters writing stories writing worlds and to do that, you have to put yourself emotionally into it. It's because mm-hmm. of how much she cares about that character and that game that she hasn't sent it. Yeah. She is probably segmenting her life in ways that you know, I don't, but she does. And it's just like, now is not the time for her to write about her character. When we are ready to play, then it will be time for her to write about her character mm-hmm. and she will open the floodgates. Yeah. Honestly, I would like to say that it's along the lines of Dawn's take on that or what we perceived yeah. on stake on that she date. could just be like real into animal crossing um, right now too yeah. so <laughs> potentially it is an yeah. addictive game yeah. for me it's honestly it's a real life thing it's we're in the middle of a pandemic i work full-time from home i have three mm-hmm. children who are home with me 50 percent of the time one of whom is autistic and i'm trying to do distance learning for all three of them while still working full-time right while still playing other games, while running a campaign, while doing all of these other things. And so for me, I know my character. I know her well. I know what direction she's going. I know what I want to get out of that. And I feel confident in that enough, combining that with my notes, that I haven't bothered to go and and fill the thing out. You make good points. I can Mm -hmm. see why that would be necessary for Wayne. I was looking at it as a this is for me and I don't feel like I need to do that because for me, I know Melindra and I know what she's doing and I know where she's going with it. I asked for it partially for the players, but partially for me. I need to know what was important about the characters to the players Mm -hmm. because when it's time to come back, I want to make sure I don't lose that. And if I had to guess, that would have been exactly why I would have guessed that you did. You are incredibly busy. Yeah, I know that yeah. feeling. I, mean, <laughs> I am incredibly busy and feel like I have no time to sit down and do creative stuff. Yeah, so I definitely get that. And I think that it's it's good advice too for people out there who maybe they're they're going to do something like this. If your players don't respond, it's not a statement about you. Mm-hmm. It's not a statement about their feelings on the game. Yeah, it's yeah. not a statement at all. Yeah. Although I will say, realizing, I guess, that that's also going to help inform how you start the game back up, that's more of a motivator for me because I'm like, oh, I'm not just doing this for me. Duh. 
So have that conversation. I mean, like jokes aside, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't yeah. do my homework, but tell me why I'm why I'm doing it. Yeah. And I never poked people about it. Nope. I never went back and said nope. reminders because it's a game and this is the real world going yeah. on. Absolutely. One thing no I did- one in our group, and then also for the people listening to this, mm-hmm. no one should feel bad about not doing the homework that their GM yeah. asks them because your game's on pause. No one should feel bad if their GM doesn't do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a game where friends, this is relaxing. Some people like doing it. Some people don't. So something I didn't do that I didn't think about until right now that I could have done, I put this all in documents to read and write. Mm-hmm. I could have asked for, just record me about a five-minute thing. I think I would have been more likely to get responses mm-hmm. back if somebody just had to talk into a mic for a few minutes about their thoughts and didn't have to think about it and write it down. Yeah, yeah, I'm leave you a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can listen to that. I can put it back into writing. And who knows, for some people, maybe it would be better to hear their own voice talk Wait, about uh, it later on. Are you just trying to subtly get more GM notes audio now? I feel like the no, answer is that's, yes. Yeah. That's just for me. <laughs> uh-huh. That was a, something I hadn't thought about until right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But audio might actually be a better format for some of this because mm-hmm. you talked about mm-hmm. reading it in your own voice. Yeah. What about hearing it in your own voice and hearing that excitement that's in there? Yeah. Dan and I talk about frequently our anxieties and things and mm-hmm. how... You would normally think a situation like this, that would be what was going through my head is nobody cares about it. Right. But I hear and I see there is still conversation about those characters, mm-hmm. particularly between Dawn and Laura are still mm-hmm. talking about those characters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that they care. And I know that that's not why it hadn't been sent in mm-hmm. where you could easily, knowing me, go down the rabbit hole of, well, I guess nobody really cared about this. Yeah. Why am I running this game? Nobody wants to talk about the game. OMG, oh. Wayne. Yeah. I No, I need this game. I need it. <laughs> I need it in my life. I'm sad that it's not currently in my life right yeah. now. And so. I really debated also when I sent it out of including things that you guys didn't know. But I just so enjoyed writing do. down the food truck oh, stuff so much. <laughs> I don't think that'll ever come up in game. It doesn't need to. It's the fabric of the world. Yeah. And they're not kidding when they say there was militant vegan. Mm Yep. There were like like a few different food truck. Like all of them have this web of connections and rivalries. This person's ex-husband and over here. This one tried to get the food truck and the divorce. And this one opened up a rival food truck and they just changed the name. And now they're suing him for copyright infringement. But when we are really does sound like. But when our characters go up to the food trucks. Hi, I'd like some food. Here you go. (laughs) This really does sound like some kind of like indie game on Steam. Right. Like it's like an RPG where you start up a soap opera. Yeah, or you start up a food truck and you can choose either align with one of the existing food trucks or try to start your own. And Mm -hmm. based on your actions and decisions, Mm -hmm. you can raise or lower your standing with different food trucks. Well, and I had things like they call the food health inspector on them and yeah. right. they pass and now they're more popular and <laughs> mm-hmm. the feuds backfiring. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm talking so about. Right. Yeah. yeah. But moving from that to something else that I think can help to keep the game alive in terms of its context. So not just its information, but in terms of the excitement that people feel, because it's one thing to feel that excitement in the abstract, to know that, yes, I was enjoying this versus to actually feel the excitement that you felt while the ride was in motion. Mm -hmm. You know, it's fond memories versus a current event. 
But to keep it a current event, one of the things you can do, and this is something we've talked about before with games that have to go on pause, is find activities you can do in the interim. If you can't get everyone together to role play, that's fine. I mean, it's not fine, but okay, that's reality. <laughs> right. But you can still have people do a little bit of side RP and email, or you can send them a note saying, hey, you just got a letter from your mentor saying such and such or asking you some questions and get them to reply to that. And whether it's over the phone or by text or even just through occasional email, do some little side adventure that keeps them right in that mindset or have something like a mystery where one of the food trucks has truly gone dark. <laughs> I mean, it's like... Like they put cilantro on everything. You know, it, it's Ooh. Hellgate. It's Hellgate's yep. level stuff. And so you have to figure out which one and play a little mystery. Do you have like a little group, like dinner mystery party going? Because <laughs> there's ones like that you can do an email. Mm, yeah. And just do it with the food trucks. And, you know, you've got to figure out who's the killer or whatever. <laughs> but find these activities as, and they don't have to be big. They don't have to be serious. They can be silly as hell, but just something to keep people feeling like. They're still on the ride. You know, maybe this is kind of that slow part where you go around the bend and have to go up a midpoint hill to get more momentum going. But it's not the most exciting thing, but it's something. You're still in motion. And you have to temper your expectations with mm -hmm. it, too. There are people. I am one of these people, right? I was telling these guys, I don't like online gaming. And I don't really care for side stuff. When I game, I want to game. And that's okay. So there's going to be a lot of people out there who just aren't going to engage in what you're saying, Dan. And what I think you're saying is really good, too. Yeah. That is yeah. a phenomenal idea. And I really can't see myself doing it. Chad's about as likely to do that as I am to do homework. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it, it's, there's nothing wrong with the idea and the effort. It's just... Well, you know, it may lie a whole bunch of the truths here is in the concept that you don't have to do all these things. Right. And when I say you here, I'm talking to the player, because obviously the GM doesn't have a choice but to be involved in all of them. But the player, as long as they're still engaged in something. So maybe Chad will do his homework but won't do the online game, while Laura won't do the homework but will do the online game. But really, at the end of it all, don't both serve about the same purpose. Absolutely. It, yeah. It's keeping it alive in your mind. It's reminding you of the things you'd otherwise forget. It's keeping you in that moment. And so if it, even if it takes, I think it comes here to what the GM has the bandwidth to do, but even if you have to put out a shotgun approach here, as long as you can catch somebody or everybody on something, you know, then and, it still serves its purpose. And I tell you, I wouldn't want to do any of that stuff. It, it's not my thing. It just doesn't interest me. Yeah. But I will say, I'd love to see it. The role play and the back and forth or maybe little notes, a little mystery, little mm -hmm. stuff like that. I would eat that up. I would consume it. I would I would read all of it and mm -hmm. get into it. Just not really not do it. One thing yeah. I thought about doing was writing a short story here or there mm -hmm. about background things that are going on in the city and just sharing Ooh. it out. Because one of the things that I did during I, this I was game, thinking about writing a short story about how my character got a cat. And I just didn't think any... You know what stopped me? Yep. So... 
So I would love to read about Kurt getting a cat. Yeah. So here's the thing. I would love to be part of that. <laughs> You're fired. So here's the here's the thing about Kurt getting a cat. Now Kurt sounds like cat. So it's already like it's like scat. Kurt cat scat. Like this is just going to take you into a whole new dimension. <laughs> A whole this, new game or something, too. Yeah, this, this cat here, I'm telling you, it's going to change everything. You're not even going <laughs> to know the character from our Sky's a Glass You're game not even going to know obsessed. the world you're getting into. Okay. Yeah. This is Thank like opening the door yeah, to the TARDIS. <laughs> yep. You're going to think, oh, it's a phone booth for police <laughs> in England that like nobody knows about. But when you open it, oh, it's huge. It's huge. <laughs> you know, I would like to... S- I hate this character, by the way. I hate him. I hate him. I, I, I love also, to hate him. I like, love to hate him. I've, I've been thinking about writing something from Melindra's point of view, to be fair. Do you know why? I, I almost said that nobody's ever done this before, but I bet Dawn has. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dawn takes our characters and would. builds them in The Sims and puts them in yeah. a house yeah. together. Yeah. 90, so I know that she has written Sims, yeah. stuff. 90% of Dawn's world exists in her head. Yep. Yes. But no one has that ever shared so a story they've written mm-hmm. about a character from a game I've run. Do you have any idea how that would make me feel as a GM? Do you know how happy that would make me? Well, I don't know how does it make Chad feel to see all the gnarl stories floating around. <laughs> great although it's it's gnarl is your thing but from that same game there is published gnarl and sir william <laughs> stories from a game you ran yeah if you had not run that game those characters would not exist those stories would not exist yeah. i mean that's that's just the reality of the chain of events so do you know why i did not write a short story about how my character kurt who is a paramedic who works 18 hour shifts who can talk to dead people and then tries to kind of help them out with their problems you know why i didn't write that because I didn't think anyone would be interested. Oh, my God. Well, like, I would be I would so interested. Like, there's two parts of me. It's like, on one hand, I see Wayne doing this, and I'm like, oh, I should write that. Everyone would be interested. Because they will. I'm not saying it'll be good, but people will be interested. And then there's this part of me inside of saying, well, why bother? No one will be interested. I don't know where that comes from. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you know, that that's runs, not me. That runs right? very yeah. counter to even how you see gaming. Right. Because one of the things you correctly regularly say about gaming is that... Well, no. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes you say that too. but that's not what I'm yeah. getting at, oh, okay. is the ability to discern mm-hmm. that you don't know what people are going to latch on to. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a marketplace of ideas. Yeah, exactly. You throw them out there and the, the random crap that was a total throwaway may become the hit of the game. Yep. And mm-hmm. so within a game, you recognize that's occurring. You recognize that the NPCs you throw out, people may get really invested in. But you're not extending that same thought to your PCs. Yeah. Yeah. That they're also a marketplace of ideas. There may be some PCs everybody hates, some nobody so cares about. Weird. And like, some that people really love. You're absolutely right. It just does not click in my mind. And I don't know why. You don't typically write fiction. No, I don't. True. At, like at You've all. done a couple times. Yeah. And usually it's because you saw something and it was a challenge and you're like, can I do this challenge? Mm-hmm. And the times you've done it, it's been really good. Oh, thanks. I challenge you. But That's it's it. been really, really rare. <laughs> yeah. Did it work? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know yet. No, I love that idea. And mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I had thought about doing some of that. This game had every week I sent out a the Paranet, Paranet Gazette, Gazette yeah. which was I, I made it. a newsletter that I sent to the players in, before every in Dresden, game. Mm-hmm. In Dresden Files, there's what's called the Paranet, which is like not super powerful, but kind of low level, not powerful at all. Magic people and 
they have an organization that kind of exists on the internet, like yeah. IRC almost. The people without power trying to look out for each other. Right, because yeah. the, the people on the high wizard muckety-muck council, they don't give a shit. <laughs> but and these are like the blue collar sort of magical people in the l- trenches and they're just kind of looking out for each other well there's a chapter of the paranet in this city we made in dresden and wayne does a newsletter for him. before every game he has a shock a template that he, has, <laughs> that he writes news article snippets and three, it's just yeah. one three news articles mm-hmm. each mm-hmm. each time plus upcoming events a little mm-hmm. calendar on the bottom right. My character called in a news tip. Yeah. <laughs> I have three different authors that I'm getting into the voice of for the three articles. It's so I didn't even know you had three different authors. They yes. have different names wow. and each one has a different personality. Yeah. Huh. One of them is specifically build the communities, mm-hmm. support local businesses. One of them is I'm angry that nobody's doing enough. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to rile up people, mm-hmm. get them angry. And the other is the conspiracy nut that's buying into every conspiracy. As a writer, I am just impressed. Like, I know there's Mm -hmm. little snippets, but I'm impressed by the fact that you can jump between voices and, like, it's consistent. I was watching. Are you still sending those out? No, and that's what I thought about. I never sent the last one. Bad Wayne. Yeah. Oh, right. Because part of the thing about them was they were giving the players the view of what their characters had done from the rest of the world yeah well so here's my real if the question. players aren't doing something well, then the world they can't still react. is mm-hmm. churning on yeah. i would assume here's my real question well is it though i'm going to speak for the listeners when are you going to release this so that the yeah. listeners can read them if they back Do us it. on patreon they already have gotten them oh really? what i didn't even know on, that neither did i if you're Holy. not backing us on patreon here's your chance wow yeah the, damn you are like wiping your ass with silk <laughs> Wayne, you are amazing <laughs> yeah the uh <laughs> the fear of the boot game notes podcast that i released on the patreon feed i released those every week Neat. when i was sending them to you i would upload them to there i too. didn't i didn't so know cool. that neither did i that is awesome but i never did the last one after that broken rib session mm-hmm. because before I put it together, we found out we weren't getting back together to game. Yeah. Right. So that is one I've thought about. I should go ahead and make that one because I'm not going to remember that mm-hmm. later on. Yeah. And I could do like these have all been snippets where at the very bottom I have a click here to read more, but it doesn't actually go anywhere because it's a PDF. Mm-hmm. I could actually do the whole paper for one. Yeah. Not as something I'm going to ever do again. Right. But just as a one time special. Yeah. Get everyone interested and mm-hmm. keep, mm-hmm. like we're talking, little things trickling out. That could be one of the little things. Yeah. I could do that full articles from them instead of just little snippets. Mm-hmm. Cool. I guess I have a selfish question, too, but I think it can like actually be pertinent here. When we come back, because mm-hmm. eventually we will, mm-hmm. are you planning on picking it up where we left it off, or are you going to do a time jump? And what inspired that question is you're talking about like the Paradet stuff. If you do something like that in your game and you plan on doing a time jump, these th- things like Paranet, little mm-hmm. role play stuff, little in character stuff, that could mark the pace of time. Right. To I, where I the reason play. that I was asking about that too, of why not keep the newspaper going, yeah. is because most of the games we run are pretty detached from reality. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I realize Dresden's not real, but right. what I mean. It's like Batman. Why is Batman always 35? Yeah. Timelessness, too. Exactly. But with your Dresden game, I always understood it to be pretty well tied to the current day. Yeah. 
Yeah. And yeah. so <laughs> everybody's in lockdown. <laughs> well, Even I the mean, bad spiritual maybe, people can't I mean, stop. I don't know how comfortable your players are with this, but maybe COVID's a plot point. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and I actually even had a thought about why Melindra wouldn't be... Her name was in the paper. That's not good for her. Right. Yeah, she's like in hiding. <laughs> she's she's yeah. supposed to be in hiding from her family. Like, oof. And that being in there was a future plot trickle. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, I have I kind of had that thought of do yeah. I when we come back do we start at the, the same spot or do we do a jump? I don't want to do a jump, right? Because of where we left it, mm-hmm. jumping we would lose what we had just built. Yeah, you know your characters' parents came back into town for mm-hmm. a reason. Mm-hmm. If we jump, then we lose all of that reason, yeah. and now we move on to the next storyline. Yeah, the, the, and I don't want to open that. with me at the airport waving bye to my parents. Yeah, so, yeah, and so I don't want to do that. I'm not going to start the very next day it's morning you wake up because I want to start with an event of some sort. Yeah. But it's going to be within a week of that happening. Mm-hmm. And I did try to tie the games in to be a week at a time. So the Paranet Gazette, I had events with dates on there. So just to remove yeah. the dates. So one example was Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day got called out. Mm-hmm. So in game, when we reached February 14th, that was when we reached February 14th in the real world. Yeah. Hmm. And I picked other dates. I picked the the date of the chili cook-off mm-hmm. <laughs> was a Saturday because I knew we were gaming that <laughs> Saturday. And then they surprised me and actually did a chili, did a chili cook-off. cook-off. And yeah. Real chili waiting at the game table. Two different <laughs> kinds of chili and a cheesecake. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, it worked out really well. Until actually, the butt trumpet started playing. <laughs> we ate after we playing. Ate after yeah, playing. okay. We that, usually do. <laughs> that was one of the entries in the chili cook-off. It was chili, chili, and somebody entered a cheesecake. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Why not? I like chili I, cheese. Your, yeah. your chili was really good. I mean, the cake you. yours was as well. <laughs> but yeah, you had a really good point yeah. there. And I had, if I was doing a time jump, I could actually go through and create those each week. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of work. That is right. Work, yeah. Yeah. And I because think... my stories, a lot of times, were coming from what was happening in the game. Yeah. Well, what if you treaded water a bit? And I, once again, it's easy for me to pile work on you. Mm-hmm. But what if you treaded water a bit where you just said something like, I'm not going to send out a full one. It's just going to be like an alternating, like every week, it's going to be different authors. So it's ABC, 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 mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's just going to be these short little clips that are all occurring at the same space of time or very close together, but keep dealing with the events they were dealing with in the game. So, like, I don't know the details of this game, but I know in the previous Lots one, of food. Okay, okay well, <laughs> that's I mean, maybe that's, that's one is <laughs> one guy gives a bit of, you know, I went to the vegan terrorist one or whatever <laughs> they are. And I had their mushroom burger, and apparently it was a special kind of mushroom. <laughs> or was it? Because I saw this stuff that was totally a hallucination. Or was it? And it, mushrooms from the never. But never. it's you know, it's it doesn't have to be long. I mean, it's just like a paragraph. Oh, right? you you made me so happy with that idea. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. In the pre- <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> two or three sessions previous. Not my circus, not my monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> two or three sessions previous, they have this. Uh, this coffee shop called OK Boomer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, we Chad's character ran the shop for a while. While, so badly. Well, uh. exactly. Ran it really badly. <laughs> what? I don't remember and what I was doing. people were putting but... in bad Yelp and Google reviews. Yeah. 
I could we write up those reviews. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, send those very, reviews very, out. My boss was so angry awesome. with me. Yeah, but that's that's. I'm what getting I'm... a lot of little ideas yeah, of ways but... to keep it in people's minds. Exactly. It's it's just doesn't have character to had be to go write big. good Yelp reviews. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a 12 page, you know, junior high newspaper. <laughs> but you could just have these like here's a headline, one or two paragraphs. And where you're done with it, it's turned to page six for more or something. And that's just where you end it. Yeah. And then, yeah, right below that, put a Yelp reviews in today's weather and take some digs at various characters or, you know, <laughs> or some personal yeah. ads or missed you ads. You know, do you know what yeah. those are? Yeah. 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 Misconnections. Misconnections. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what they are. Oh, those would be cool. But <laughs> where now so one of the characters has a secret admirer or a stalker or something. But Oh, that, that's there. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. See, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I it doesn't. I wouldn't. Okay, Boober review by Big Santoro twenty three. <laughs> okay, Boober smelled like death today, <laughs> and the guy behind the counter said they only make two kinds of coffee. Will not return. <laughs> you know, I think that all Kurt's fault. <laughs> everything is Kurt's fault. So, one of the things that I think that you hit on there, Dan, that I think is important is that. It's like a game master out there can get lots and lots of ideas. All these different things that you can do. You need to pace yourself. Wayne was saying, well, I'll do a paranet and I'll do the whole paper. But a one once. Paper, yeah. <laughs> or like you're saying, oh, yeah, you could, do, you could write these articles. One or two paragraphs. Yeah, yeah. little, little, things. little things. You don't want the amount of effort you put into doing these little things to be equal to the amount of work you put into running the game. Yeah. Because... Don't burn yourself out. Right. By the time this rolls into the station, everybody's raring to play, and you're like, guys, I've been I've been kind of doing this for three months. I, I just want to yeah. play some sci-fi now. Well, or yeah. if you want to... want a really long one, Wayne, you can send one to me of how an NPC or one of the PCs write into the paper asking for advice for a friend who's about to get a cat. <laughs> the resident cat expert on Paranet. Oh, slightly enlarged Anthony will resp- I, I have so many bad ideas in my head, like creating a Twitter account for each of the food trucks and having them interact with yes. each other. Oh, dude, the best part of that, that is going to be when people don't realize what it yeah. is. <laughs> I, I'm serious, man. The number of people that have interacted with Nara, I've not done anything with his Twitter account in a while. Yeah, PETA interacting yeah. with Nara. PETA talked what? to Nara positively. Al-Qaeda talked to Nara. Yep. IHOP talked to Nara. Very, like, so one or two random. tweets. The CIA was talking mm-hmm. to Nara. I mean, the number of people who have not realized what he is and have serious, I mean, large organizations, Mm -hmm. household names that have engaged with him because they don't understand what he is. It is. Well, I know what he is. Wow. He's an influencer now. (laughs) Well, he is. Apparently. Apparently. (laughs) But I, I do think that is, of all the advice here. You need to pace yourself, mm-hmm. you know, don't make this the, a major thing. Don't burn yourself out. Don't overdo the work too. And then don't be reflective of, of what you perceive. And what I mean yeah. by that is if people aren't responding or they're not doing the stuff or they're not engaging with it, mm-hmm. two things are going on. One that does not mean that they don't like it and they're mm-hmm. not into the game. It just means that maybe that's not their jam or two, maybe they just like, consuming that they don't really need to say things and i will say as a player though 
two players out there, if your GM is doing something like this, say something. <laughs> say thank you. <laughs> say attaboy. Say good job. Say, hey, you know what? I really don't have time to do this, shit, but keep it coming, man. That's great. I, I, or at least say, you know what? I am super pumped for this game. See you when I see you. Don't be the well of silence. Yeah, I know this is something Dan's dealt with before. When you start doing something creative and put it out there and you don't get feedback, positive or mm-hmm. negative, right? you feel like you're on an island and no one's even... Yeah, it's like, why bother? The idea yeah. might as well continue to live in my head where mm-hmm. an audience of one enjoys it. Yeah. yeah, I am more likely to keep producing it if someone <laughs> tells me they hate it hey, than, Wayne. If, than if nobody says anything. Wayne, it's phenomenal. Yes. I adore your game. Yes. I am super invested. Please keep that shit coming, even yes. if I don't do my homework. Oh, my God. The, the food truck thing was great. Oh, my great. God. Honest, like, I, this stuff gives me life, man. It's great. You don't even have to know anything about Dresden or our game or our characters. <gasps> because the food trucks stuff. are all completely mundane. Yeah. <laughs> if you're running a modern so day game, you need to get on our Patreon and download his food truck drama thing. And yes. you can just drop it into your game. Now you have this whole food truck field of life that is now sprung forth yeah. into your game. It It'll be awesome. amazing. Or wait, if you just want real random sorts of bits of inspiration, you can borrow my parapsychology and occultism encyclopedias. Oh, I was looking at those last Flip to a so random old. page. You get some weird inspiration out of it. No, I'm talking the big Here, ones. Read no, this. The, the big ones. No, no, read this. I read this. It's great. But yeah, we talked about it last week. We talked week. about it oh, last oh, week. Oh, did you? Yeah. Not on the I, I'm holding a Cult America. Yeah, Chad's holding yeah. Cult America. I'm talking about the Gale Research uh, encyclopedias of parapsychology really and occultism or something like they that. They smell like musty old yeah. books. I have Supernatural Missouri Love that it. Chad actually got, Chad and Don got for me for Christmas one year. What did we get for you? It was a Supernatural Missouri. Oh, Supernatural Missouri, yeah. 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 I have actually done that. For little flavor things, I've gone through that book and found things that are specifically yeah, Missouri and inserted them in. I so. feel like before I go to Minnesota in June, I feel like we need to have our tarot night. <laughs> well, yeah, that we're st- that's apparently not for Gen Con anymore, but we d- do need <sighs> so to sad. still have that. Because, yeah, w- there's a whole bunch of things. I so Gen Con's not happening. Yeah. What's the final scoring? Who was right? Everyone except for Broder. Yeah, everyone except awesome. for Broder. Yeah, yeah Broder <laughs> thought they were going to muscle through it. I, that, no. I was like, no. Yeah, after the stuff we got from him last time, yeah. there, was, there was no so, way. So anyway, so we're going to wrap this one up. Nothing exciting to put in the show notes right now. Of course, Fear of the Con is still Fear coming the Con up. Line. Fear of the Con line is still coming up. Well, yes. Fear of the Con is still coming up, but just not that it's a year away. <laughs> but Fear of the Con line is coming up. I'll put a link to that again in the show notes and beyond that. Have a great week great games, and we will catch you next time. Yeah. This has been a production of Fear the Boot, copyright 2020. Listeners are free to use this episode in a non-commercial endeavor, so long as credit is provided to feartheboot.com. You can find previous episodes and other resources at feartheboot.com. If you wish to support this show and its related endeavors, you can do so at patreon.com slash feartheboot. <laughs>